0: how much time have you been planning that stole honestly
1: <laughs> oh well, there was there was a lot more with lamella i was talking about like I, I i did consider thinking about you know playing fifa with him and him saying to me hey you know you look a little bit stressed out do you want a wank and me said well i'm not stressed out and said well i am can i wank you off and you're like no <laughs> and, and then we never spoke about it again <laughs>
0: Fucking hell! What are your grounds
1: <laughs> for that? <laughs> he just looks like the kind of player that might like fancy just wanking somebody
2: off. Come on, Tottenham, stick it in the goal. Come on, Tottenham, the base so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team, my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run onto that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its loads of nights we fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night Hey! Come on Tottenham, stick it in the goal oh, Come on Tottenham, don't be so bloody slow You are the first team, the last
3: team Alright, Season 6, Episode 2 of the Tom Family Podcast Joining me this week, Bex from Portsmouth Hello And Mark Stoll from California Good morning. Right, it's finally here. We, we kicked off yesterday against Aston Villa. Um, three points in the bag, but bloody hell, we we made difficult work of it. Um, <laughs> Bakes, you, Only you, for you...
0: 73 minutes. That was fine. Well, After
3: 73 you... minutes,
0: the game looked really well. It looked much better then.
3: You said it wasn't going to be a shoe in did you? On, 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 yep. on, on the last pod. And, and yep. it proved to be... They, they proved to be difficult opponents or were they or was it just the fact that we we were completely out of sorts in the first half
0: I think we looked dreadful that first half was just no not dreadful that's unfair we just didn't look coherent and as a proper unit I think Jan being Jan not playing I don't know how deeply that affected the players but it looked like they were all a little bit out of sync I don't know it was really weird and I'm not saying Winks played badly because I don't think he did Mm. But the change when Ericsson came on was absolutely immense. And that's what made the difference to the game, I think.
3: Um, on that change, we had a question from Nikki Merritt, um, chair of the Johannesburg Spurs supporters club. And she says, Pochettino said in his post-match interview that he got it wrong with tactics for the first half. Was it a case of not knowing how Villa being newly promoted would perform or just really underestimating the opponent? She goes on to say, hopefully he won't get it wrong like that against City because we might not get the chance to come back and get a result next week if we do. We can't afford to be on the back foot, um, but at least he admits his failings unlike other managers. Our managers. Um I yeah I think that the introduction of the introduction of Ericsson certainly helped. I think it was a combination of two <coughs> things in, in in that in that second half um that 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 changed it around for us, one was tactically um we were playing with the diamond in the first half and which just seemed too narrow and when um when Eriksson came on, we changed it around and actually Ericsson was playing much further forward than um than he had done on a few occasions last season, he was sort of playing more in a sort of ten roll rather than eight roll and we we started to press up high up the pitch, and we didn't look narrow anymore and and I think the, the, the passing was a lot more fluid. And, and Ericsson is, you know, he's with it. He's he's when he feels like
0: it. When he feels
3: like it, yeah. I mean, he's he's good with the ball. He can pick a pass, and players start to 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 respond accordingly, and and start to make the runs. And we looked looks a lot more lot more looks a lot more fluid. I think I think that I don't know that we underestimated them. I think that I think going a goal down didn't help early on, um, and and then you're on the back foot. And for me, the bigger thing isn't the fact that you know the lineup, whether it was right or wrong or, or whatever in the first half, or or, 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 or or the tactics. And some might argue, well, Ericsson should play. There's another school of thought which says that with a contract dispute um, going on, um, he might not be the right mental fr- mental. Fr- frame of mind you've got to start preparing for a point in which where you can't re- re- um, rely upon him so there's no point starting him etc and um, rights or wrong to that put to one side but for me the bigger issue is the fact that not issue the bigger bigger point is the fact that pochettino responded to to that and we change things around and that's the mark of a good good manager how many times have we recorded podcasts last season the season before where we're always fans are critical we get, we get, we get you know, um, listeners, um, us sitting around, you know, discussing Pochettino being late to respond to things, late to make changes, late to bring substitutions. He got it spot on yesterday in the second half. Um, to me, that's a mark of a good, good manager. If if somebody like Jose Mourinho would 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 do it, or Pep, um, Pep at City would pundits would be wax lyrical about it. So credit credit where it's due. I think um, Mark. How do, you, how, do you, how do you see yesterday's game, and, and, and do you think that, 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 that we underestimated Villa? Villa was was the, the way we shaped up in the first half, was that um, arrogance on our part?
1: No, I, I wouldn't say so. I don't believe that. I think, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we were rusty in the first half, a little bit disjointed here and there for sure, but they they got that early goal, didn't they? We We made a mistake and they got in, got that early goal, and then what happens uh, when we're at home and teams get an early goal against us, so they score first, they start to retreat and and close up, and it becomes difficult for us. Um, There definitely wasn't, there definitely wasn't enough urgency in the first half, and I think, I think um, Winks coming off was probably a good thing, because hopefully he learned from that, because you know, he, he does a good job, he pulls the strings, but he's a little bit too conservative, I think. In games like that, he's got to start forcing the issue and, and playing more positive passes forwards instead of sideways and, and backwards. I think he's got to be. It's time this season that he starts to really push on. He can do what he's doing now, but is he going to start becoming more consistent and start really influencing games more? because he's got the capabilities now it's a case of whether he's going to do it you know and, and, and people say Ericsson did Ericsson did do great but you got to remember too is he came on after what 65 minutes something like that Villa's first game in the premiership 10 minutes before we scored they were praising Villa's fitness and then all of a sudden you know we started to our stamina was much better our fitness was much better and we started to run them ragged and, mm. and Started pulling them all over the place, and who better to come on at a time like that than somebody like Erickson, right? Who's got that vision and that ability? He's
3: also so quite fit, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he he does work his ass off. People don't see that. He he don't stop running. He don't stop running. But, but all in all, all in all, I man, it was it was it was a decent win. We corrected it. We got ourselves going. Look at the number of shots we had. I mean, our, our shooting was awful. So Soko, has, <laughs> um, his form's continued from last season, which is interesting to see.
3: We've got our goal. we've got our Musa Soko back. Yes. <laughs> to be to, to be fair, apart from apart from the few chances he did have, you know, in the final third when he threw on goal, which I don't think he's ever really corrected that side of his, you know, even last season we saw it. Um, at Anfield, where he had a chance, everything else up to that point, he did well. You know, he can, he can, he he worked hard. He, he brings the ball for brings the ball forward. His his touch, which used to be really poor, isn't poor anymore. So th- that side of the game is fine. It's just that final ball. You know, he just that, he doesn't yeah, I mean, have that the flair tooks, and finesse.
1: It took some doing for him to like. Put the ball out for a throw on (laughs) on the edge of the six-yard box, though. That was pretty special.
0: Yeah, but a couple of times he tried to take the shot when there were players inside with a better, who may have had a better opportunity. So I think that was a little bit of a um, short-sighted, shall we say. And obviously there's no guarantee they would have scored. It was just quite likely that they would have done or at least had a better shot.
3: Was he aiming to shoot or was was he trying to cross the ball?
1: (laughs) Um, I don't think there's a good answer for him on that Um, one.
0: The commentary said it was a shot, but I thought it was a cross. So um, I'm either really crap at football stuff, which is quite likely. Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask him to see what his interpretation Mm -hmm. was.
3: Um, comment from Dave Phipps, Ericsson made the difference and then uh, following on from that Zoe Pearson, her Twitter handle is at Z underscore Pearson THFC she says, great win after a poor poor first half performance did Ericsson's impact prove just how invaluable he he may be for us who do you bring in to do what he does well, LaCelso, one one would
1: hope La yeah. Luchelso is the one. He, he he operates in exactly the same areas of the pitch. If you watch him, if you've seen him play, it's he's a like for like.
3: Is it Luchelso or Luchelso?
1: I've heard Luchelso in the Copper America.
3: Yeah. Luchelso, but mm. I'm not fucked either way. It's at least his name I can pronounce. <laughs> e- 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 either, either permutation is fine to me. Um...
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well. The thing that frustrates me with Eriksen is the lack of consistency. And, yeah, he made a massive impact yesterday. But we've had games where he just isn't mm. part of the team almost. So it, it's a really hard one to say, should we replace or who would we replace him with? Because like yesterday, nobody would replace him with that. He was excellent. But you can't guarantee that when we play City next weekend, he's going to be that impactful. Will he start? Will Potts keep him on the bench? Does that make a difference? I don't know. So
1: Will I he think be
3: at the club. Yeah. Yes, well. Hmm. So I think I look. I would. I, w- I want him to stay. Of course, if he if he I want him to stay and sign and, and sign a new contract. Of course, I um, think as, as you mentioned in the last. If, if he doesn't want to stay if he wants to go then any player who's of that mindset you, you, you don't want them at the, at the club you want somebody who's 100 percent committed um i think he's a, I think he's a great player it's, you know he's a skillful player and and i think we, we will miss him if he's gone and and he's also very hard working one accusation that i've heard said of ericsson and um one of our listeners ed brad who um i met i met on friday for lunch and i'll i'll talk a little bit about that a bit later in the discussion we had late, later on in the pod around transfers. Um, his long-standing criticism of, e- of of Ericsson, even, is the fact that he does it against the smaller teams, you know, like Villa yesterday, um, Palace last season, getting that late winner, so, so many others, but against the big teams, he rarely shows up. Is that a fair criticism of, 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 of Ericsson?
0: Let's compare his performance yesterday against a newly promoted Aston Villa to... The Champions League final, as a, an example,
3: hmm. he, went, he? he went missing.
0: Well, so hmm. that. What? But those are two very those are two polar opposites, aren't they? Really unfair comparison, maybe. But he does that quite often just not deliver.
1: I think he's. I think he's. People are a little bit forgetful. He's. He's scored plenty of goals against Chelsea. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, do we have to consider them a big team? My bad, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, I, th- I think for me, like with the, the Champions League final, um, yeah, it wasn't a great performance, but I also thought that maybe he needs to go. Maybe we've become so reliant on him and maybe he's, he's also become predictable for other teams as to what he's going to do, what we're yeah. going to do. And maybe it could be a good thing for us in the future if we can get some, you know, we've got some other players that can do something different
0: now. I don't want to yeah. see him go, but if he's made up his mind, then it's best to just let him go.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody, anybody who wants to go to Real Madrid after the way they've treated Bale, good luck to them. He's not looking you, at
0: Real though, is he? It's Atleti that came in for him. Because Real have got Hazard. So, so, so we're so, as
1: well? well. So we're led to believe, but Atletico Madrid are, are absolutely stacked in midfield with Jao Felix and all kinds of players there. Lamar, they've got a ton of players in midfield. So I don't know how true that is that they want him. Okay. Either way, way, for me, I just don't want. To, I don't want to be like Arsenal and start this trend of players seeing out their contract with us and us losing mm. a bunch of money either. I just don't. Want, I just don't. I don't think Levy will do that, but I don't want to see that either. That's not a good thing.
3: Um, yeah. Talking of which, um, <laughs> we've got a question further in the running running order uh, uh, around Jan and and his absence. Um, he's obviously another one of those players. We'll, we'll come to that in a bit. Um, uh, let's just go back to yesterday's performance. Um, question from Darren Pimenta, Um Tangai on Dombelé. So uh, on the last pod, I said it's Dombelé. But then if uh-huh. you look at his video, he did a video for Spurs TV. I'm pretty sure he says, Un-dombele. oh, it doesn't matter. It's not, at least He's it, it, not
0: going to listen to us, is yeah, he? We can
3: call uh, him what we like. No, we can ca- call him Sid. Um, looked yep. decent on debut, obviously still betting into a new country and style, but great goal, then showed um, some more conf- confident class touches thereafter. How do you guys think? How good do you guys think he can be for us?
1: Hmm. Well, he had it was a decent debut. He was rusty in places. I, to be quite honest, I I kind of half expected him to get substituted. Yeah. See, he He looked like he was.
0: Wasn't
1: he? Yeah, it looked like he was. He was struggling a little bit. Like I said, we had he had some good touches, some really nice interchanges and play, and then some some not so good. So all in all, it was decent. Um, As for what he's capable of, I ain't saying nothing because. There's been too many players that I put, I've hoped that would end up being our Vieira, and I just don't want to jinx the guy.
0: I thought you had a really good game yesterday. You looked quite involved with stuff that was going on, but we did say last week fitness is always going to be an issue because Poch's training methods and are are yeah they're legendary, aren't they? Everybody will tell you that they're really bloody hard work. And he's not had enough time with the squad to work up to that level of fitness. But I thought he did well yesterday. Home crowd, goal on your debut. You can't say better than that, can you? Really?
3: No. I, yeah. I I mean, it always helps to, to to get you know get a goal. I mean, less so for from a midfield player. Obviously, if, the, if, the, if it was a striker, there'd be there'd be pressure. But but it's nice still for him to to get a goal with a decent effort and. It's going to take. If I contrast it to Victor Wanyama in his first season, the difference was Wanyama, for example, was playing in the Premier League already for, for Southampton. He, he'd been established and, um, and he'd also played under Pochettino at, at, at Southampton. So Don Bele has got to get to grips with the training methods of Pochettino, and that's going to take some time but he's also got to get grips with playing going from playing in league 1 or however it's pronounced in 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 France which is not the same standard as the premier league to, to, to playing in the premier league which which is a higher standard and and it's it, it played at a much faster pace so um it's a good start and and I think you know I don't think there's any feeling to, to uh, for him and I think I think he can, he's got the potential to, to be as good as he wants and he's got the right coach to to help nurture yep. him and, and, and develop him so um, yeah I think that's all good um, question from John Steggles uh, his Twitter is at JW Steggles did Villa play in the image of John Terry they went down whenever they received the slightest of touches giving niggly fouls and moan to the ref Um, If they were given as a foul, horrible to watch. Um, One disappointment of yesterday was in the stadium. In the concourse, it was a bit different. There were sung song about Terry, but in the stadium, there were hardly any songs. No, I don't think there were any. Certainly in the the south where I was, sung about John Terry. That's a missed opportunity in my book.
0: He's really—is he that important to us?
3: No, no. But it's just—you know—it's just a nice opportunity just to just to mock him.
1: Yeah, but it's also nice to ignore him and just say, oh, yeah. you're, just su- you're just some backroom prick. Tracksuit wanker. That's true.
0: Still not as good as Ledley. No. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, yeah, John Terry really is not massive on anybody's radar, I don't think. And if nobody said anything yesterday, then it's not just me that thinks that.
1: So who, who was the... Don Belle scored in his debut yesterday. Who was the last Tottenham player to score on their debut?
3: Do you know the answer before I. Yes, I do. Oh, oh, Danny okay. Rose? No. I was going to say, it's going to be more recent than that. Um, Probably. Uh, um, uh, mm. I know that Victor Wanyama scored on his home debut against Palace, a header. But that's not his debut, I guess. No. Oh, okay. Um, mm, mm. Roberto Soldado?
1: Eric Dyer.
3: Eric Dyer. Oh, yeah. West, West Ham away.
1: Yeah, beautiful girl.
3: Who was on the bench, by the way, yesterday. Him and him and him and Winnie Arman, but made the bench, which was which, which was good to see because I oh, either of them kicked a the ball during preseason. Um, mm-hmm. Question from Rob Craxford. What was what was the VAR for in the second half? Kicking the nuts or WWE? Um, I miss this, so if anybody can enlighten me,
1: I think they were just looking to see if there was a stamp. Um, Borker Peters wasn't happy, and he, you know the he was just kicking at the ball. And the ball was by Walker Peters Bowls and he weren't too happy about it. I think they were just checking to see if there there was a stamp in there but there weren't.
0: So I don't get it. If they're looking for... Because that went from a theoretical red to nothing in like seconds few. Sorry. So either there is a serious infringement and a Something happens to the player, or or it just vanished. There was nothing at all. Why did they mm. need to VAR it then? Could the ref not see? Uh, it just seemed like really extreme that one minute they were talking about VAR for a possible red, and then it just, there was nothing at all.
1: Because there was nothing there. They couldn't see anything going so in on. In they couldn't case,
0: see. Why hype up for a possible red?
1: No harm to Walker Peters Maltesers.
3: Let's carry on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but apart from that, Jav, how did? Because there were a couple of VAR. Uh,
3: it didn't really. It wasn't an issue. Generally, it did. Yeah, but that, how uh, was
0: it in the stadium?
3: Um, so it, it just came up on, on on the screen, and it just said VAR. So we knew it was happening, okay. and then it just came up with like no penalty or whatever it might be. Um, and That was it. It was fast. It was. But you know, obviously, we're, we're not privy to. We don't get the benefit of you know the action replays and 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 all of that um, that you would do watching at home. Um, and you if you're watching at home, I suppose you get a sense of how long. How project- they carry
0: they carry on playing, don't
3: they? Uh, I think there was a pause. I could be wrong on one of the decisions. Um, but it's it's like it was better than. It was better than, I don't know, 18 months ago when I saw it um, yeah. for the first time in a FA Cup tie with, with David Fornell against either Rochdale or Newport. One of those shit teams. Rochdale. Yeah. That was the night it
0: snowed at Wembley. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just I didn't, have a, didn't have a clue and it just ruined the game. It was just long pauses. I mean, even last season, the, 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 the goal that we scored against um, Chelsea in the semi-final of the um, League Cup... Seem to recall there was there was a bit, quite a bit of a pause afterwards, um, he mm-hmm. I mean, just completely clueless as to what's going on. So, <sighs> I'm not a fan, but you know, with any system, it's gonna it, it, it's gonna go for a few teething problems initially, and and I'm sure it will improve and, and and get better. Um, question from Darren, another one from Darren Pementer. KWP had a good, solid game, looked confident and composed. Can this be his breakout season? Can he become a? But can he become our first choice right back?
1: Definitely, he's capable of it. I thought he, had, I, I thought he had a decent game yesterday. He, got, he saw a lot of the ball. He got a lot of the ball. There was a lot of time when we were just kind of passing it around on the edge of the area, and nobody seemed to know what they were doing. That the ball kept on finding its way back to him, and I just he looked competent and comfortable, and I thought it was a good start for him. But mm. you know, he started first game of the season before the real test will be, as to. What happens in the next three or four matches, right?
0: Yeah, no, he had a good game. There was nothing to pinpoint to say that he had a gash game. So I'm guessing if you... If he, had
1: you had a game it, th- he had a better game than Rose, in my opinion. I thought Rose in the first half, especially defensively, was awful. His positioning was Oh, well, I don't know
0: if Danny Rose was convinced of the fact that Villa would be a shoe-in and therefore he wouldn't have to run back and defend. Mm
3: maybe, but I do think KWP did well mm. I think that unlike previous seasons where he's, you know, he starts a, maybe an opening game or something like that by virtue of the fact there's nobody else around or available um, and then he's got Trippier ahead of him, he's got Sergiria ahead of him now he doesn't have Trippier ahead of him he's just got surg- <laughs> he's all he's got is Sergiria really? Who? who uh, question marks, <laughs> question marks ar- around him um, who are the other options at right back? I mean, Eric Dyer can play there. But he hasn't played there in a while. He's not, you know, he, he's only made the bench yesterday after missing pre or pre-season. Um, Sissoko's been talked about as a right back he's not really a right back Eric the, thought... pl-
1: the only pl- the only place Sissoko's been spoken about as a right back was on the last pod and it did make me laugh because I just <laughs> didn't see it, just didn't see it happening Way... how could we how could we waste his attacking threat by putting him at right back
3: so I think he did against Barcelona away in the Champions League last season as I recall Kyle Carl, Week, Carl Walker Peters came off, and Fosco slipped in into that role, and it, and he has he he can you know he's got the strength to bring the ball forward from that position, right. but maybe he doesn't have the end product. Uh, well, sorry, not almost certainly doesn't have the end, necessarily the, the 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 end end product, and 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 does he have the positional sense to defend? Um, like a fullback should, or in in a back four, uh, probably not. Foyf is the other option that's been talked about again. You're talking about centre back playing, playing in a position that I was going to say he's not accustomed to, but he has but he did play there in, in, for, for for Argentina in, in the copper. Well, he's injured as well. So Foyf, uh, Not Foyf, sorry, Walker Unsuspended. And, and suspended. So Walker Peters has got. A bigger opportunity than previous seasons to get a decent run of games. Absolutely. Picks. And if he and if he takes it with both hands, it's then going to be suddenly it might be difficult to, you know, dislodge him. And if it's and and with that, if if he does well and his confidence in, in, improves, then he can um, push on from there. He's um. He's a small lad. That's the only thing that slightly concerns me.
0: I just think he's a really steady player. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's not. There's nothing fancy. There's nothing flash. I think he's unlikely to get himself sent off, though he did have a rock with somebody yesterday. He got a little bit riled. Um, I don't. I can't remember if that was the VAR thing or not. But he seems yeah. quite, you know, grounded. Not gonna punch somebody just because they look at him the wrong way. And he is only tiny. So is that the fact now that we have two? Because Danny Rose isn't a giant either, no, is he? No.
3: And, and all was trippier. True. <laughs> Okay. My uh...
1: biggest my biggest concern is is defending. I think everybody looks at fullbacks as, as for their attacking threat before they look at their de- defending ability. And people did that with Trippier here and there as well. I think. And most important for me is that they're damn good at defending. And that's 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 a priority, right? Mm. I mean, that's why that's why I prefer Davis over Rose because I just think he's a much more solid defender, much more solid when it comes to positioning and he's actually better in the final third I think when it comes to producing crosses he just needs a run in the team but Kyle Walker-Piers when have we ever really seen him like under threat you know and having to defend so hopefully we'll get to see that and see what he's made of
3: yeah yeah um, okay, another question from Nikki Merritt. She said, "I had some Jansburg Spurs members at the game, and they were uh, telling me that Lamella um, was getting loads of abuse. Um, I'd have to watch the game back to see, but I didn't think he had he was having a particularly poor game. Did you see something that perhaps um, we, who were watching on TV, didn't see, or was it just a case of fans moaning because they had a blame that to blame somebody?" So. um I don't think he not, had a bad game. Yeah, he, he didn't have a bad game, but
0: not outstanding. But he wasn't. I, I've seen him play
3: lots worse. Yeah, no, I agree. But there does seem to be amongst some of our fans, not just yesterday, but uh, since the beginning of time, it almost ceased, seems to be a Lamella, an anti-Lamella uh, agenda. They just don't rate Definitely. him. Definitely. And mm-hmm. and that's fine. If you know, if, we all have our favourites. We all have players that we you know, but. But it's almost become—it's got to the point where, for some fans, they just are so fixated in their um, opinion that they can't see beyond it. Or they're not willing to. So, um, if I contrast Lamella to Danny Rose, different, different, play, different players, different positions, obviously. Um, a lot of people—I'm not Danny Rose's biggest fan. I was slightly t- talked about on the, on the, on the last pod. Um, a lot of people who who like Danny Rose will tell me he's Mister Tottenham. He play, he wears he wears his heart on his sleeve. But he, but he's you know he he's he'll, he'll fight for every ball, etc. Yet Eric Lamella does exactly the same thing. Eric Lamella chases every ball. He works hard. He closes opponents down. He, he gets under the skin of 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 of, 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 of the opposition. If it's a, if it's a case of wearing your heart on your sleeve, and I and I don't think by the way to be a good footballer it's just a question of that you need you, you need to back it up with with skill and 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 ability um but if it's just a question of that i'd say that lamella does exactly that yet nobody seems to give them credit for for that which is which is a great shame and and there, there does seem to be some number of fans that just just write him off and whether it's the the countless injuries he's had over the years. I, I don't know. All, I, all I'd say is that I mean, this might just be one season and, and, and maybe this illustrates the, the point that the, um, critics make of the fact that he's injured all the time. That 2015-16 season when we were chasing Leicester, if you go back and look at the lineups over the course of the season, he was a regular in, in the 1-11 to and he played a big part in in a lot of the games over that over the course of that season the free ball to to Eriksen to get the winner at the um at the etihad um villa away we 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 won that i think 3-0 um he played a big part there there were, there were loads of other games where particularly when we were hitting teams on 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 the counter attack united at home when when we had that spell i think it was a 10 15 minute spell where we just tore them mm-hmm. apart he was superb um and yeah he's been blighted by injuries before and since um he's a decent player, I think.
1: Absolutely. i really, really hope that he can manage to go through this whole season injury free. If he does, that'll be that'll be big for us. Because at the end of the day, before you know, before Luchelso, if Eriksson's not on form, who's our next person? Who's the next guy that has that ability to unlock defenses or play that pass? Mm. Lamella's extremely he's probably the best team player we have, he's always looking to put somebody else in, he's very rarely greedy, and uh, by the way, our second goal yesterday was all in, he got a yep. Grealish, he pulled Grealish's pants down, and Grealish had a decent game got a little bit too overconfident and Lamella came, picked his pocket and bam, game over for Villa, so yeah I, I truly believe that that is just people that, that will never accept Lamella, but He's still capable of turning that around, and I really, like I say, I really hope we get to see the best of him because he's. There's all for me. There's always been that feeling of there's more. There's more to come from him if it wasn't for injuries.
0: And I did think there was none of his trademark thuggery. Almost, he didn't. There were no reckless tackles yesterday. He seems to have grown up a little bit. So we'll see how far that does or doesn't take him. Mm.
1: He was he was a spark for us yesterday. I thought when we were sluggish and slow in the first half, every time the ball came to him, he, he you know it said we seemed to pick up speed. He seemed to be wanting to attack and thrust. So
3: yeah, I don't see it. I mean, look, the story of Eric Lamela is the first two seasons he was he was at the club. Um, he joined at a time. Only the first season where we were in transition. We had Avb, then we had Sherwood. Okay, second season, um, Bocicino was there, but particularly that first season, he, he had an injury. He was also playing in a different country, I think. Apart from the, apart from the manager, I think he was the only Argentinian uh, um, in the club at, at the time, mm-hmm. and the only other Spanish speaking player we had was Roberto Soldado. Um, you know, he wasn't in a happy place, almost certainly, um, outside of football, and, and he was and he had an injury, so and playing in a different country. And um, he was
0: quite young, wasn't he? When yeah. he came to us?
3: Yeah. He then had that really good, I think, 2015-16 season, which he didn't start off particularly well. I remember that season, even even then. I remember the, the, the game against Stoke, where um, you and I were uh, sat, <laughs> st- stood next to each other, Bex, and, and he, came, he came off the bench and he just he just failed shit. to... Shit. Yeah, he was pretty shit. And were just like, <laughs> you know, th- this is just poor. But he actually then went on to have, over that course that season, he had a good season. Yeah. He scored a hat- hat-trick against... Um, monaco i think in the europa and then i i had real high hopes for him the following season the 2016-17 he started off okay and then he got, got got injured and then he was he was out yeah. for for a long time and that that affected him that's you know yeah, okay he had other things going on his, his dog died and his brother was involved in, in, in an accident um car accident at, at the same time um but fundamentally he was he wasn't able to do what he loves which is to play football um, and that affected him. But you look at him now; his English has improved. He's happy. He's settled. He's now got all his mates. He's got Foyt, Gazaniga, Placelso's um, come in. He, he's, you know, he's, he's itching to play. And uh, like you said, Mark, if he can st- if he can stay clear from uh, injuries, um, I think hopefully he he can start to make a an impact. We so even last season, we forget early on, he did quite well. Yeah. He, sc- he scored against um, Brighton. Um, well worked team goal, um, Brighton away from home. There was a European game. That, that, that he, he, he started off okay last season, and then he got injured and, and drifted out out, out out of the team. And um, like he's a he's a vital part of that squad. Um, he might not be if he's got everybody fit. He might not be the first name on the on 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 the team sheet, but um, he's a very good player to have to you know bring on off. off off the bench, and 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 even to in scenarios like yesterday, when you've got someone like Delhi injured, to start him. Um, let's talk about somebody who was absent from the proceedings yesterday. So um, I heard, and fact, was you, Mark. You messaged me just before the game yesterday, saying there was a rumor flying around that Jan hadn't been included in the squad. And and lo and behold, we were sort of actu- actually waiting an hour and hour and a half before kick off for the teams to be announced. And lo and behold. Jan isn't in the starting 11 and he's not on the bench either. Either um, I had heard initially that it was just due to a knock and he was being rested. And then there was um, another tweet um, by a journalist, a Sky, whose name escapes me, who said that he'd been left out due to a contract dispute. And when I asked Pochettino both before the game and after the game, he... Evaded. Yeah. If, uh... Because
0: if it had been an injury, he would have said, yeah,
3: he's uh. injured. But he didn't. Well, he, he did the whole. I've got eleven players to pick, you know, choose sort of thing, and there are other players in the squad, and I've got Dyer on the bench, who's a defender who can play that position, etc., etc. jan has got to fight for his place in the team, which is all very well and good if it was another player. But this is Yan the jan. This is you know, this is a mainstay of the team. This is somebody like Harry Kane, who, who, if fit, would be the first name on 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 the team sheet. So it did, it did raise eyebrows. Um, Darren Pamenter asks, "What do you think of the of the situation with Yan? Um, decides for tactical reasons, goes uh, go with Toby and Sanchez. That's fine. Um, we've pre qualities centre backs, but it seems odd to me that he wasn't even on the bench. Surely a better bench option than an unfit." area that hasn't played in pre-season and I'd all say for that matter say a, a unfit Dyer who hasn't played pre-season.
1: Yeah I don't know exactly what the deal is I mean what was it a week ago The hmm. Tongan came out and said I'm happy this is the place to be I've got a year left I don't know what's going on and I'm wondering whether <clears throat> we've We've offered him another year, and he wants another two years or something like that. It's just, you know, a little dispute. But Pochettino definitely looked like, over the course of that conversation, he started to get a little bit sweatier when the subject came to uh, it looked He looked a little bit uncomfortable. But the kind of person Yan is, I wouldn't expect... Um, you know if Toby can and Ericsson can be in these these situations and still be professional yeah. and play i'd expect yann yeah, to be exactly the same and i'd also expect the club to to do their best to work it out for yeah. me it's like for me it's like give him 2 years give him 2 years and then if you really don't want him that second year then sell him to ajax and at least you're going to get money for him too cuz he's got a year left
3: yeah i mean the, the truth of the matter is we don't know the the, the journalist from yeah. from Sky who who said it was contract. Just be, he doesn't know. It could be it could be just something like I don't know. Um, it, dare I say it? You know, uh, the, 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 something akin to what happened with Hugo, you know, last season. Some sort of in, indiscretion off, off, off the field. Something out something out something internal, and it was just it was, you know, something yeah. that the, the club does, that doesn't want to mention. There's also another possibility that. Um, we're making too much out of it now I know on the face of it it doesn't look good and I know and it, it, that's and that's fine and as, as fans we, we look at it and we think you know that's, that's, that's all a bit odd but um, if I draw both of you to a game last season very early on last season um, our first Champions League game um, away at Inter neither Toby Alderweireld or Kieran Trippier travelled to that game To me, at the time, that was a really odd decision. Pochettino was asked about it. He was just as as, as, as evasive as he was yesterday. And to this day, I still don't know the the exact reason. I'm still not fully convinced by what Pochettino said at the time. But that's forgotten about, largely. And those players featured in other games. Featured in a lot of other games over the course of that season. And I wonder if this is just a storm in a teacup and... Jan will be back against. Um, you know, we've we've got some big. No disrespect to Villa, but we have got some big games, big two games um, coming up in in City away, and then at the end of the month, um, Woolwich away. So, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he features in in both of those games alongside Toby. Oh,
0: well, he was there yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I and mean, then does it this give credence again to Poch and his I only manage the players that I can. So if there is something else that's going on, maybe Poch was just told that he can't play.
3: It's a strange time for it all to happen, because if it, ha- if it happened at the start of the summer, um, and if there was any truth in the suggestion that he's, there's a contractual dispute, we could have moved him on. We can still move him on now in this window, European window, but at least we could have brought centre-back in. Um, it's just come out a little bit out of left field. It's, it's it's a little bit odd. As I said, I'm just hoping it's it's more akin to the situation we had with Toby and Trips last last uh, September when they when they didn't travel and and you know then, then they played. And and on Mark, on your point, I, I I think you're spot on there. That Jan, I think if he if he is selected for another game, I'm sure he he's you know the professional that he is. He'll just get on with it. It strikes me that none of these players, whether that's Toby and he's been season before last, you both recall that when he came back from his injury, he couldn't get into the team. Now, some of that was due to the form of Sanchez, but um, there was, you know, it was suggested that he was left out because of the contractual dispute. Ericsson at the moment, both yesterday and pre-season, he's he's been on the bench pretty much. Um, But they've all, when they're all called upon, they all play. They all give it Oh yeah, I
0: frequently don't want to go to work. But, you know, Needs must.
3: Mm. They're not the sort of players that down tools, and we've we've seen a few of those over the years. Um, when it comes to you know <laughs> wanting a move or trying to push a move, um, so yeah, we're just gonna have to watch and see how things develop there.
0: Well, we're never gonna find yeah. out the truth, are we? So
3: mm. no, not until somebody writes a book a few years down the line. Yeah, yeah.
0: and by then nobody would care.
3: Yeah. Um, right, Manchester away um, next game on Saturday. Um, so I'm I'm going up on on Saturday with David with David Fornell, and um, I do like going up to Manchester. Manchester is one of my, one of my favourite favourite cities uh, after after London. Um, great city, um, it is the home of some of the best music that this country has produced some of the some of the best bands um lovely city and also s- games against man city spurs historically s- city spurs games in the past have been some really really good good good, good games for, for for you know both teams the whether that's the Ricky Villa goal um in the 81 cup final um the man city comeback when we were 3-0 up in a, in a cup tie in i think in 2004 more recently the the var game um, last season um, you know, there, there's, there was our win at, at, at their place a few years ago, um, I mentioned it earlier Lamellis free ball to, to Eriksen to get, to get the winner, there's been some fantastic games and I know both teams like to play football um, it's very early on in the season to be, to be playing City, um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, maybe in some ways it's good so you can get that, that game out, out of the way, um, how do you see that How as both, both of you see that game, can we can we go there and get a result of some sort? Is it a good time to be playing City? Is, is there ever a good time to be playing City?
1: I would much rather be. I'd much rather be playing them. You know, five or six games in when we've found we've some momentum. But you know, it is what it is. It, it could go either way, right? It could be good for us. It could be good for them. We'll have to see. But I just. I think we're more than capable of of coming away with at least a point. We're we're one of the few teams that aren't shit scared of City, and after the Champions League last year, they're they're probably a little bit nervous of us too. I mean, that going towards the end of the season, that should have been a draw. That really should have. So, yeah, probably I don't
0: see more worried no... about VAR being yeah, used during I... the game. Yeah, we should be all right. It... We both had good results at the weekend. They beat West Ham, which is always amusing. Um, it, it's early. It's it's so early in the season that you can't gauge form. Mm. You can't even have a best guess. So toss a coin and see what comes up.
3: Is um is Sun still s- suspended for this game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be a blow because I think when we played them in the Champions League, the pace of him and Mora on, on the on the break. Really cause some problems. Um, but, you know, we've got a fit and firing Harry Kane, who scores in August, it turns out. that That, mm-hmm. that is a thing. Two seasons um, on the trot now. <laughs> but he sco- scored in August. Um, obviously, well, the other thing was he scored his first goals, in, in, or goal, in the, new, the new stadium. 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 Um, so we've, we've got him, we, we've got Lucas. Um, I would hope, actually, that Ericsson starts this, starts this game, because I think we, we need... If we've got any chance of beating City, then we need to have all our best players sub- subject to them being fit starting that game. Um, I think we'll get a draw. I'll take
0: okay.
3: it. Yeah. Just you know, uh, this early on in the season, I'd, I'd quite happily, I'd, I'd quite happily take a point at, the, at this stage. Right. Um, we've got a few questions from listeners, uh, which I'll come on to in a minute. Before I do that, um just to cut, go back um to transfers, and I know Bex we discussed this on, on the first podcast, um but I especially earlier in the pod I, I met up with one of our listeners, um, Ed Brad, um, and another Spurs fan, a guy called um James Varner for lunch on Friday. And we were discussing, amongst other things, Spurs and it came up and we're talking about transfers and the players that we brought in now don't get me wrong i don't th- I you know i think any sane spurs fan will tell you this was a good window and the ac- acquisitions we made obviously clark learning and back but session Cess- on double or dombele and lachelso are, are fantastic a- a- acquisitions and i think it it, it has been a Good, good, good window. You know, without that, you can you can point to the fact that there's still you know question marks over Ericsson Toby, Rose,
0: and Yan. Apparently, possibly,
3: possibly Yan. Um, we'll we'll see what happens when, when when the European window closes. You can also be critical and say we haven't really addressed the the, the right back si- situation. Um, maybe maybe mm-hmm. Pochettino has got confidence in Walker, Peters, and 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 Doria for this season. Um the point I was going to make was, and this isn't, I, I'm not being critical and it's not a leavey out and this was a bad window type thing, but the point that me and Ed discussed and we were both actually of the same opinion, which was, the players that we've brought in, they're all really good players, don't get me wrong, but they're all very young players and all of whom will, no doubt, just like when we got Ericsson and San and Deli, they're all players who will have got potential and no doubt will will improve under Pochettino and, and Will get better, but we didn't go out and sign any established players. I don't mean somebody over the hill, somebody in their thirties. Um, I don't mean a you know we we did that with um, dear old Lorente, L- and I, I don't think there's uh, any value in doing that necessarily. But we didn't go and sign somebody maybe in the in their mid to late twenties, somebody who's a proven serial winner. Um, or, and or
1: someone d- with Premier League experience. With someone with Premier League right.
3: expe- yeah. yeah. So,
0: didn't so,
3: we try that with Dybala? We tried that with Dybala. There is a question on, 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 on the running <laughs> board in a, in a minute, which, we, which we'll get to, and that's, that's, a, that's a fair point. And I don't know if the, the Dybala thing was ever likely to happen, whether it was just a big smoke screen or, or, no. or whatnot. But we didn't... So two points here. We didn't get that sort of experience... Type player, or Premier League player, or somebody who's a proven winner, and from that, dare I say it, and I'm not suggesting this is a case, but it's just something that we were talking about the other day with Ed, which is, is there a school of thought that perhaps Pochettino doesn't like big egos. He's more prefers to sign young talent that he can nurture as opposed to anybody who's... That he has to man-manage yeah. in that style of... Because he's not Mourinho. Hmm. Is that a fair comment? I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it, I'm playing devil's advocate somewhat, but I, I just want We've not, always had,
0: or, uh, recently, and certainly since Poch came in, he's only ever signed younger players. How old's Sissoko?
3: Mm, when we signed him, I think it was 20, 26, 27...
0: But normally, yeah, Poch goes for younger players that he can
3: beat into submission.
0: And um, they are young enough to withstand the rigours of his training methods. And he expects people to put in a lot of effort all through the game. There's none of this, the last five minutes, I'm tired. It is constant up until the final whistle. You will run around and you will run some more Mm. and you will run until your your feet hurt and you can't breathe. But you will keep running. And I think he prefers that with a younger player. They're more likely to be more accepting. They don't have that same um, knowledge from other clubs. Well, we didn't do this at wherever they've come from. So it's all within Poch's hands.
1: I think think if you're going to try and get those people with strong egos in, you've got to have a bunch of strong egos already there in the squad to make sure that they don't come in and unsettle things or, you know, take over as such I think we're kind of we're in a transition really because you know Toby's probably going to go Jan's not got long left so we're kind of changing over and we're expecting we're probably expecting other players to step up and become the leaders within the squad so I I mean I I agree that he I'm sure he, he prefers younger players as well but I think it's a case of who's available, and then I mean, look at the cost of some of these players. Just buying somebody who's English is ridiculous for starters. But there's definitely a lot of players out there with some of the mid-table clubs that I'm surprised aren't being bought. You know, people like James War Prowse, and you know, good little players that even not even if we didn't buy them, like clubs below them could probably, or just below us, trying to break in, could be buying them. But who knows? I mean, who knows that so we, like I said, we've got the Dybala situation. Who knows who we're who we're trying for? And it's the wages as well. The wages yeah. is, is just a killer. People will not move unless they're getting what they want. They're they're quite happy to sit on their ass. They need the money is so important for a lot of players. When um, in one of
3: the sort of. Better, better signings in the Premier League in, in recent years has been Kante. Um, when Leicester got him. Um, he wasn't somebody particularly, you know, widely known. Maybe, maybe well known amongst um, more seasoned followers of, of European football, but generally wasn't you know, as well known as now. Um, Leicester made it, that, they made the sort of acquisition that we would make. Somebody. Perhaps unheard of, and, yeah. and made, made an Im, Im, impact. So it, it doesn't. That just goes to show that you you don't necessarily need to buy um, a big name or a you know a winner, although it helps. When Leicester, sorry, when 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 Chelsea bought him a season later, obviously they he was by that point a winner with 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 Leicester. I um, played in the Premier League, experience, and he was a name by this this point. But unfortunately, probably at that point, we couldn't. You know, his wages. yeah yeah so I mean that's yeah. part, that's that's part, or his agents' demands I suspect yeah I mean, that's that's part of the well, problem. Well,
1: the, the thing is too is, is is you know we we can't win. Everybody's so proud. On on the one hand, we get all this pride from, you know, our wage bill and the amount of money we spend on players and how we 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 build players up into being very good players. And then the next minute, people just they just want this signing. Like, just make this. This this big signing like that's the only way we can be a big club if we make this big signing and it's just so annoying. You you can't win. You marquee can't win. marquee
3: signing. Let's go yeah, and make exactly. a marquee signing. Right. Which which brings me on to that'll
0: tell the big boys. <laughs> yeah, they will be quaking in their boots, won't
3: they? Mm-hmm. Which brings me on to Bex alluded to earlier. Which brings me on to a question from Leaf. Are there? I. Arroy, I hope I've pronounced your name correctly. Um, I believe it's from Norway. Um, he, he asked a question um, a few days ago, and I we didn't get round to addressing it in the last podcast. So Apologies, but we're, we're going to address it now. And he says, Hello, I have a feeling that Dybala was happy and set for Spurs, but then slips out of, out of our hands in the last minute. What do you think about the chance of signing him later on, like in the next window?
0: So apparently Dybala was all set. Um, Spurs have been working on it for quite a while in the background. They were really confident that they were going to get in. It went right to the morning of transfer deadline day, um, irrespective of his salary demands. And then Juve said, no, we're not selling. So not anything necessarily that Spurs did. Um, although the Levy haters are still going to blame Levy for not splashing the cash. Not anything wrong with the club. Not Dybala saying that he didn't want to come it was Juve so I don't know what their game was I don't know if they actually were touting him out earlier in the window because mm-hmm. there were rumours of him going to or the United were interested earlier and in the reason they pulled out was because of his wage demands so I don't know if that was Juve's interpretation of his wage demands or his actual wage demands
1: well I heard it just seems a bit so weird many, there were so many contrasting stories on this there was there was, you know he would go he he would only go United If he didn't have to, you know, with United the deal was that if you don't qualify for the Champions League, we'll take 25% of your wages because you didn't qualify for the Champions League. And he didn't want to play in the Europa League. Then there's the whole image rights situation and how that was just so complicated. We didn't give ourselves enough time to fix it or whether we could fix it. Then there was oh, he doesn't want to play in the Premier League. He only wants there's only two clubs he wants to play for and that's Inter Milan or PSG I mean, who knows We got it was ridiculous, the last two weeks of the transfer window we had that Bruno Fernandes situation going on, us United involved, so it's just hard to tell what happened, but I think if we did get Dybala, I still don't believe we'd get him until next summer because more than likely in January, he, would, he wouldn't qualify for the Champions League, we couldn't put him in our Champions League squad anyway
3: Well, it's interesting you should mention that. There's talk that Sari has said that he will be left out of Juventus's Champions League squad. So they're Um, quite
0: willing to sell him to somewhere else in Europe, then.
3: That was going to say. So unfortunately, that yeah, he might he might well be leaving Juventus, but within this within this European window, to say PSG, that's yeah, he'll
1: replace Neymar then.
0: But that really confused... Well, assuming that PSG can get rid of Neymar, that really. I thought it was an odd thing to go for because I've heard of Dybala and as we all know we normally have to Google our signings because we don't know who they are Mm -hmm. so it just seemed a little bit like why would we go for a named player who was at another big club that's so unlike and everything we've just said about Poch why would I know there's an Argentinian link but it just seemed a bit I don't know, out of character for us. I just
1: just think we're looking for that extra, you know. We're looking for, you know, towards the end of last season, there just wasn't enough options for us, attacking wise. And I think that's what that's what we're doing. I was unsure, I'm still unsure whether Debala would fit in our team that well. But I, I,
0: yeah, Posh knows Posh knows best. He does indeed, because he's magic, you know. Um, I. Because of the player he is, because he's like he's massive in Argentina, would he have the superstar qualities that we've already said and we've consistently said over the last couple of years that Poch doesn't want? How would yeah. he work coming from a club like Juve, and they're not a small small club; they're huge. How would he fit coming in, then into Spurs? Would he come in with you know I'm biggy big really big bollocks? Well, look at me. This is what I do. This is how much I cost. He might not do. He might not be that kind of person. But it just seemed to be a really weird thing for us to go for.
1: Well, I, I'd imagine it's quite a shock that for him that um, finding out that they were willing to sell him. You know, I, I wouldn't surprise me if he had a bit of an ego. It was kind of kind of a shock for him that. But you were willing
3: to let him go. Mm. I, I wonder whether it, not the fact that none of this didn't happen and that we weren't talking, you know, I'm sure we were for the last three weeks, but whether it was just, we were just doing it to force Betis to sell mm-hmm. the Celso, to accelerate yeah. that transfer. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm. When I saw the question, I was going to say, yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll go back for him in, 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 in the January win- no. window, but I can't see that now. I think given the European window is still open, I think, he'll, I think he'll end up somewhere. If he doesn't and he ends up at Juve and he's frozen out, then I, then I think the, 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 that window of that will, 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 uh, opportunity will present itself again in, in December, January, um, and I think we, we have every chance, and particularly if we're doing really well, and he's not cup-tied, and he hasn't been registered. And then I think that would be a, a good time to. Um, yeah, but if bring, he, yeah, but know, if
1: if he ain't if he ain't playing, you know, if he's really been frozen out and not really getting much of a look in, he might not be worth getting in January either.
3: That's true, but then also, if you get him in January, um, you can slowly ease him into the team. He can get up to speed with. Um, yeah. The training methods and then he'll be one for next season like, like when we sign Moura in, in, in January mm-hmm. it doesn't make an impact straight away Okay, uh, two, three two, four questions left um, Richard Healy, do you all think that our squad has enough depth to challenge in every competition um, what do we need to do to convince Toby Erickson et al, Jan that there is no better place than White Hart Lane to be a footballer
0: I don't think there's anything more that the fans can do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because they know where they are loved and clearly the fans do. So I don't think there's anything more we can do. It's very much out of our hands.
1: I think we we can com- we competed pretty damn well in all competitions last season with... Uh, uh, An injury ravaged squad, so there's absolutely no reason why we can't compete exactly the same this season, as far as I'm concerned. And as for Ericsson, Toby, and anyone else, shit, they see more than we see. If they're not convinced, I mean, we're convinced of what a great place our club is right now, and and all the positive things going on. Uh, if you want, if you want to go, if you think it's better somewhere else, then there's the door. It's, that's just the way it is, you know. I mean, when there was rumours of Ericsson going to United, I was like, uh, no. Or, or even Toby going to Roma. I mean, it's like that just says you want money at the end of the day. And if that's the case, see ya.
0: True, because they're all short of a bob or two, aren't they? Every single one mm-hmm. of the poor little darlings living on the breadline.
1: Well, I just damn well wouldn't go to Roma if I was at Tottenham, you know, and I damn well wouldn't go to United if I was at Tottenham. I don't think with would
0: sell to United. Not for a lot, not without not. being a hell of a lot of money. Exactly. And I don't want any of our players going to another Premier League team. When they were talking about Ericsson going to United, I was like, no, but you're not having him, get your hands off.
3: I think there were. In the Premier League, I think there are a few better places to, to be at the moment than, than, than playing at Spurs. You know, if, you, if you look at the top six, um, Arsenal haven't been in, 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 in the Champions League for what three seasons in a row. They're, they're, in, turmoil, they're in a transitional phase. Chelsea as well. Um, United are not the fourth. I know they're still a big name. They are Manchester United, but they are not the fourth they once were. So really, it's ourselves, City and Liverpool. Now, yeah, City can offer the wages. That's fine, and there is a fair chance if you go to Man City, they will win a trophy each season under Pep. there's a fair, there's a good chance, so, you know he's a serial winner. Um, there's also a good chance, depending on you and your standing as a footballer, that however good you are and however much City value you and will are willing to pay money for you, you're going to struggle to get a game. And that's not that's not so true of every player, but some will, some will, their chances will be limited. Um, the other option is Liverpool. So, and even then, you've got to look at it. So, for example, um, let's just say if it's Toby Adavereld, um, do Liverpool are they looking for another or you know central defender? Um, they're probably happy with 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 what what, what they've got. You know? so sometimes it's about these these clubs and and whether those positions are available or whether, whether they necessarily need to, to, to strengthen them. So, certainly there are other options outside of the Premier League. Um, I, I get I get why an Eriksen, at whatever it is, 27 years of football, one last big contract, why he would like to go to a Madrid or a Barcelona. I wouldn't begrudge him that because that might be his... It, in fact, it will be his one and only opportunity if it presents itself. And, it, and if that came along, I'd be like, okay, fair enough. Um, but... I, <sighs> there aren't many better places um than than at the moment playing in in the new white up lane playing under you know under Pochettino, playing in this, in this exciting team and it's about actually fucking time some of these players started delivering and and we started winning some trophies and we stopped talking about the, you know the potential of the, of this team and they they start to to realize the potential and and start to win trophies because frankly if they can't do it, at Spurs—they've um, got no divine right to go anywhere else and think they can win trophies, you know. So um, everything—I think everything is there for them. That you know, that, that they've got a yeah. fantastic stadium, fantastic training ground. Um, the platform is there. The, the wages, yes, they might not be the best basic um, sort of flat salary that, that they might get compared to other clubs. But if anything, from what we've heard, the bonuses at Spurs are p- particularly good. And let's face it, we we do win a lot of games now, so those b- bonuses um, they 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 do reap reap the re- um, rewards of those. So everything's there really for for, for players to to succeed. Um, there shouldn't be any excuses. So I don't I don't think there's any, anything more we can do as a club. No, I do I think agree. there's a
0: danger of this being Potchy's last season if we don't win anything?
3: Well, that's another yeah. Yeah, and I, I do wonder whether the reluctance of some of these players to sign contracts is down to um, the Toby one is obviously a little bit more that, that's been a long-standing thing, but Ericsson in particular, I wonder whether whether they believe that this is perhaps you know he he, he might not be an yeah. area club beyond beyond the season. I I do I do worry um okay another one from our own john steggles um what's the panel's opinions on alice bands and stupid stupid haircuts on players mark
1: well i got one word to say to you jovenio i mean seriously if you can't see how fantastic an alice band and Mm -hmm. that kind of hairstyle looks on jovenio then can't help you
3: have you have you ever had a Alice band, Mark? Uh
1: not intentionally. <laughs> Might have woken up with one. Um
3: I think this the, the question <laughs> I think the um the question uh is in reference to
1: Jack Grealish looking like yeah.
3: a complete twat. Yeah.
0: With an ice band. You know, I was like is... Find a fucking hairdresser, or get a hair bat, a proper hairband. Because it was, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't go and play sport with hair, with my hair that short and an Alice band. Tie it back, get it out of your face, so it's proper away from your face. And if you watch the women's World Cup as well, they'll put those hairbands on. But not one of them has got short hair. Fucking sort it out. You're a shambles. And actually, if anybody, the only person I know who could get, who ever got away with that, was Berbatov. And Jack Greenish <clears throat> is not.
1: Yeah, you had the likes of Woodgate and Beckham trying that shit and they just looked stupid.
0: And they both looked better than Jack Grealish does. Well, who he was a bit of a knob yesterday, he, Mr he Grealish.
1: Didn't, he, he didn't mind a tumble, did he? You're making a meal out
3: of it.
0: No, little bit of a drama queen. Did you see what they did to me? They pushed me. Oh, do fuck off.
3: I am so glad we didn't sign him. So glad yeah, we didn't so sign I might. him. Yeah, um, but you see, I
0: think he's one of those players. If he's in an opposition team... You despise him, but if he's in your team, mm-hmm. that is God's gift.
3: Listen, for the never mind he is the a Alice bit marmal, mate. Never mind the Alice band for the accent alone. I'm glad that we didn't sign him. Oh God. I'm Bloody annoying Brummy accent. Oh, worst worst in the world. Yeah, whiny perhaps. whiny whiny. Really?
0: Yeah. Is it worse than Scouse? Yes. Uh,
1: much, yes. Much, worse.
0: Yeah.
1: much worse. Much no, worse.
0: Really more, much more annoying.
3: No, nah, they bleat.
1: They just bleat.
3: What idea, mate? <clears throat> I I worked with two... Well, I still work with one of them, but um, two guys from Wolverhampton, and one of them just openly just said, the accent's annoying. Didn't oh, didn't so two
1: guys used to play for Blackburn? Yeah. Oh, different, two guys.
3: All right. Oh, um <laughs> Um, Famously... Somebody else wore, wore an Alice band. Our own manager, Maurizio Pochettino.
0: Yeah, it, have looked it would have looked stunning on Poch. Yeah. Jack Relish, no,
3: not so much. So back in, I think it was 1998, possibly. Was it 98? Uh, was it 2002? 1998, I think. Yeah, 19, 1998, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, um, I can't pronounce his name. He was the Argentinian manager, and he was their, 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 their 1978 World Cup winning skipper. Daniel presella I think.
1: Passarella.
3: Passarella, okay. Passarella, right. Passarella, right. Another one of many footballers who I struggle to pronounce their name. Daniel <laughs> Passarella, right. So he famously, he said, at the 90, he, he just issued a blanket ban on... Um, and I quote, this is what he said, right? He said, players with earrings, homosexuals and players with, with, with long hair, they won't be included in, in, in the squad, um, which is quite quite some statement. Um, and not something that you would be able to say as a manager? No, no, no clearly. Um, I do, I do, however, agree with him on the haircut thing. I, I, I have an issue with players yeah, with, with, with with long Greece's hair.
0: His hair wasn't even freaking long. it's not it's just the way it's styled just get a proper hairband get an elastic and tie it back maybe if somebody's feeling really nice they can plait it for you but it shouldn't that alice band was just ridiculous and actually i'm i'm yeah i know jav you're a bit of a hair fan but his hair was had so much product on it that it wouldn't even fucking move anyway
3: yeah, brill cream, no doubt. I don't know something. what it
0: was, but it was absolutely rock solid. It wasn't going anywhere. So what's the point of wearing a bloody hairband in the... Anyway. Yeah, get an you, elastic, mate. If or you look at our... Set of clippers.
3: If you look at our club, all the players have decent haircuts. I mean, Toby Alavard, obviously. <laughs> um, but, you know they have good haircuts i think i think i think it should be mandatory for 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 all footballers just to have a grade one no nonsense just just shaving all all over just to that's it
0: eric Dow's all right then
3: yeah yeah they play better true proven right Mm -hmm. um Final question, so th- these are the um, reoccurring, the two reoccurring questions now that we have on the podcast, so um, obviously Bex and I addressed this on the last pod, so it's over to you, Mark. Um, so first question is from Sam Diggins, two Spurs players move into houses either side of you. Who would you like them to be?
1: Um, I think number one would be Orier. It'd be an interesting couple of months. Nice bloke, <laughs> nice girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Found a topless bird by my bins hiding from his girlfriend who'd come home early. Probably have an, ama- <laughs> probably have an amazing Halloween party. Rebury and Skip scared the shit out of everybody as yeah. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Um Police out for disturbances a couple of times. You know, upper-class community. Found out after, after Aurier moved out because he got transferred away for just being an unruly mess outside of the club. That, you know the bushes and shrubs that mysteriously get messed up was Oreo's uh, random slide tackles, <laughs> 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 and the other one would probably be Lamella. Just think, it'd be a nice bloke. You know, hang out, hang out with him here and there, go play FIFA Thank with you. him. You know. Hold on,
3: hold on. Are you living on the same street, street, street as me? Because I said Lamella as well.
1: Yeah, but there's going to be a difference because Lamella's going to invite me over to play FIFA. Yeah. His mum his mum might be a bit of a saucy mill and make a pass at me, but I'll turn her down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: That's good of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, just... <laughs> G- Gazaniga and La so come over too. We'll talk about Lamella when he's out of the room a little bit here and there as well, like saying... Hey, you think he's a little bit saucy here and there like if you caught him looking at your package or anything like that but generally a nice bloke good friends tottenham legend get me in get me into you know argentinian friendly at wembley all that kind of stuff get me tickets i think it could be a good situation
3: Okay, and the other recurring re- question is from um, our own John, who says um, New, Heart, New White Hart Lane has been taken over by an international terrorist gang, and Daniel Levy and Potch have been taken hostage. Which free players, past or present, do you gang up with, A team style, to free them and take back the stadium?
1: Um, it would be I'd be like the uh, I'd be like the dude in the in the room with the computers and the cameras, like running everything. Britney Spears style earpiece in the air and all that kind of stuff, directing them. And I would probably get um, Nkudu, Carter Vickers, and some other player that we want to get rid of. And I'll make them <laughs> heroes. They'll save, they'll save Levy and Pochettino in a real historic fashion, and um, become heroes. And so much so that the nation takes them under their wings and. I'll become a hero with Levy and Pochettino because we'll end up getting around 55, 60 million for them in the transfer market.
3: Can you imagine their image rights alone on the back of being heroes? We could make shitloads of money.
1: Yeah, well, we'll make our money, but then we'll transfer them out at the right time. And whereas we thought we would get, we'd be lucky to get 18, 20 million for all of them, you know, uh, thanks to me and my master plan and their hero- heroics, 55, 60 million for them.
3: Stadium is safe once more.
1: Stadium is safe, and you know, I I get that much of the influence with Levy and Pochettino that I talk about bringing bagels back, and they tell me to fuck off and, and never mention it again.
3: <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> right, the next podcast will be recorded a week today, the day after the Man City game. Um, <laughs> until <laughs> until um. <laughs> until, until, until then, um, all that's left for me to say is thank you, Bex.
0: Thank you.
3: Thank you, Mark. <laughs> thank you. Um, and until next time, the future's bright. The future's clearly white. Good night.
2: Come on, Tottenham, the bait's so bloody slow. You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Put on that lily white and run onto that green. White Hart Lane has seen its pain, it's had its low of nights. We fought our team through thick and thin and all those boring nights. And when the game is done, we'll sing a song and talk it out all night. Hey! Come on Tottenham, stack it in the goal. Oh, come goodness. on Tottenham, don't be so bloody show You are the first team, the last team my dreams have ever seen. Pull on that white and run on to that green. Oh, we've seen them come, we've seen them go. The name's up on our shirt. The gods have failed as men are hailed and faces in the dirt. Now gather round and sing it out and we'll talk out over her.